station, but we're here for a real education. Welcome to A Real Education. I'm your host, Tim Wick, joined as always by my co-hosts, movie master statistician, Melissa Kersher. Hello! And movie can't do math good, Hey, Jenny Young. Or English, apparently. Well, hi! Hi! So we are here this week uh, to watch a movie far better than the one we watched last time. Thank goodness. Yeah. Low bar. <laughs> it is a very low bar. We are watching Moneyball. So Yay. Jenna, Jenna, why don't you tell us, what, what do you know about Moneyball? Um, not much. Good. That's the uh, whole point. That's the whole point. I believe... It's, it's my understanding that this is a movie about money. Not 100% certain on that. But, but something financial that is based... It's a fiction, but based on a non-fiction book. Okay. That's my understanding. Okay. All right. And something to do with money. Money. Money, 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 money makes the world go around. Like, Greenspan's book on blah 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 or something. They're like, let's make a movie out of it. I don't know. <laughs> All right, Great. so that's what you know. And I should point out that not only has Jenna not seen this movie, but Melissa also has not seen this movie. I have movie. never seen Moneyball. You've never oh seen Moneyball. I've never seen oh Moneyball. I own a t shirt for Moneyball, and yet <laughs> I have never seen Moneyball. What? I so, love my mon- Moneyball t-shirt. It's very comfortable. It's a fine t-shirt. It's very yeah. comfortable, and mm-hmm. uh, it's very attractive. It has a lovely, it just says Moneyball right across oh, the front yeah, of it. And, and it's kind of one of those really super soft gray t-shirts. Yeah. Oh, uh, with, it goes with I just about anything, because oh, it's gray. Yeah, it's a neutral it's tone. Yeah. yeah. Gray, mm-hmm. it's, so mm-hmm. Very good. Not bronze as much. So the point is... So, uh, so should I say what I know about Moneyball? Sure, Melissa, what do you know about Moneyball? Well, it was written by Aaron Sorkin. Uh, the screenplay was written by Aaron Sorkin. But it is about a, uh, a statistician, uh, a real guy, who basically revolutionized how baseball teams pick rookie players and uh, a new play- how they uh, go about trading uh, rather, rather than using traditional statistics to look at the players he basically tried to figure out how to get the cheapest players for the most uh, oh. for the most value essentially ah, that's not Greenspan at all yeah no no it's not <laughs> and uh, he's played by Brad Pitt and Robin Wright is also in this movie too and it's directed by the same guy who did Capote if I remember right you're way better at this there we go that. well <laughs> That's why Melissa. <laughs> that, that's that why, is why. <laughs> Melissa is our movie statistician, and uh, and you are not. So because, <laughs> and I speak English poorly because she knows about the movie. This this film was nominated for an Oscar. Mm-hmm. The screenplay was also nominated for an Oscar, mm-hmm. and I need to look it up. It might have even won. Uh, Aaron Sorkin is. I don't know. Probably the most famous screenwriter out there right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, uh, for many people, who, if if you ever saw The West Wing, he created The West Wing and wrote the first three and a half seasons before he got addicted to drugs and had to uh, had to leave. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but uh, he's very, very uh, gifted as far as dialogue is concerned. Um, his his dialogue is real is really poppy. Mm-hmm. It's very very quick. Um, he also he, wrote The Social Network and yes. uh, Charlie Wilson's War, if he I did. remember right. I think Charlie and, Wilson. And the new Steve Jobs movie. And The American President. And The American President. Which, which was is, sort of a pro, which was, came out before, uh, it came out before The West, West Wing. Wing. And in that film, 
uh, Martin Sheen plays the president's uh, chief of staff, and then he goes on to be the president in... Oh, neat. Yeah. So, well done. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Aaron Sorkin uh, writes... He also wrote a, a show called Sports Night, which didn't last very long, but is really clever mm-hmm. and interesting and uh, is good for people who aren't fans of sports because it's really not about sports, even though they talk about sports mm-hmm. all the time. Um, and speaking of talking about sports all the time, but not nearly being about sports... So, too, is what we're about to watch. This is a sports movie that isn't... I mean, it is a... well. It's, it's a science movie and a sports movie, it is, as, yeah, as I've it's, heard. It's science and math. Yeah. It's about science and math. Well, I remember yeah. when it came out, um, I, I listened to various podcasts and radio shows to keep abreast of science. And, um, like, I listened to Science Friday, and I listened to Science Talk, which is Scientific American's uh, podcast. And on one of those within the last couple of years, uh, the actual guy was on for a very long interview about uh, his book and all of his metho- oh. methodology and all the statistics and how it applied to some other things. So I cannot remember which one he was on, but uh, he's very interesting to listen to. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So this, uh, um, as I say, this is, uh, I think uh, if you're not a sports fan, I think this is still a really good movie. Aaron Sorkin, great screenwriter Mm -hmm. uh so we'll be able to kind of explore that i think when we come back but right now what we should probably do is we should go off and watch moneyball yay yay and then we will be back and we will discuss moneyball because that's what we do and Mm -hmm. we don't really want to talk about the warrior and the sorceress anymore no no No, i don't no 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 but what about the little puppet lizard (laughs) (laughs) is there a puppet lizard in moneyball no no puppet lizards in moneyball go watch the movie okay just a little bit caught in the middle Life is a maze And love is a riddle I don't know where to go Can't do it alone I've tried And I don't know why I'm just... And we are back. Many statistics have been discussed. <laughs> Pixelated television screens have been blown up in front of our faces. Numbers scrolled. And many many baseballs. Many baseballs have been struck with great force. Yes. And also sometimes missed. Also with great force. (laughs) And there was acting. 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 It was much acting. So, uh, well, I guess I got to ask Jenna and Melissa, what did you think of the movie? Since both of you were watching it for the first time. All right. You told me this was a movie about statistics and math. It was. You are wrong. I was not wrong. You were wrong. <laughs> this this is a movie about following your dreams. Just like any good sports movie. Following your dreams. It is. It's it's about following an ideal to the end. It's That's more like following your theory. It's more like it's more like if you're going to test a theory, you you've got to test the goddamn yeah. okay, theory. Okay, he yeah. didn't repeat that. He just went for it. There there was no there that, no no. It's, it's, a, it's 162 games. <laughs> he tested it for 162 yeah, games. Yeah, and the first sam- nine were shit. As a sample set, that's pretty good. Yeah, the first nine were shit. Any uh-huh. scientist would have given up after seven. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, that's well, not Well, you don't true. know you don't yeah, know yeah, scientists very well. All right, yeah. <laughs> I know science. Science. <laughs> We're a little OCD. They, uh, yeah, every now and again. Okay. Uh, so anyway, I, this is about not about statistics. Chasing your dreams. Chasing your dreams. Following through on an ideal. <laughs> uh, resourcefulness. It's definitely about resourcefulness. Oh yes. Yes. Okay, Melissa. What did 
<laughs> what did you think the movie wasn't about? <laughs> baseball. I, it wasn't I, about baseball. It, <laughs> it wasn't about baseball. No, it totally was about baseball. Yeah, it was. Um, I was very surprised. Uh, there there was very few Sorkinisms in the script. Apparently, it was uh, the, the original script was written by Stephen Zalian, I think. Yes. And then, and then uh, Sorkin went through and did Sorkin was brought in. So he did a polishing polishing run. So yeah. So it's it's a little bit more muted than most of uh-huh. Sorkin's gleaming shiny scripts. And not oh. not that w- that's a bad thing. It's like <gasps> this was much more subdued. Than oh, it was. I feel like his meeting with the meeting with Chris Pratt that felt like Sorkin. Oh, that was very. When yeah. he, when he's, he's like you know. Uh, <laughs> Oh my God. Playing first base is easy. Tell him it's incredibly, it's incredibly hard. hard. <laughs> yes. and that's that what was... makes it worth it. Just that boom, boom, boom. Yeah. yeah. Done, done, done. So let's talk. Uh, I want to give a little bit of background as far as what in it, because, you know, we all talk about uh, the. they say a movie is based on a true story. And what they mean is this movie is fiction. Um, <laughs> yeah. However, but, yeah. in this case, yep. a significant portion of this film is actually extremely extremely accurate like uh when the game 20 of the the winning streak the they were up by 11 and then they gave up 11 runs and then then our our catcher turned first baseman comes on as a pinch hitter and and drives in the winning run that is exactly how that game went down Mm -hmm. nice um which is you know probably a good thing to get right since Mm. that's very historical but uh, most of uh, the stuff as far as Billy Bean's career in baseball uh, as, as a... What year you know, was that one again? 91? 2002, no, 2002 was the year that was portrayed. Okay. Um, yeah. And, so... And... Um, although, for as accurate as everything else is, the Jonah Hill character is actually fiction uh, because the actual statistician working with uh, Billy Bean was Paul de Podesta... And he basically didn't give permission to like use his likeness in the film, because huh. uh, he he wasn't really big on the fame that came after the book Moneyball, and so he he kind of stepped back from that. But he did support the filming and giving them like a lot of information. So what? So the so character what, is still kind of him. The, but the, not... the character is still kind of him, but um, like uh, Paul de Potesta actually also had a background in sports. He played football and baseball, not not professionally, as I understand, but uh, but he did have an economics degree and then went okay. into doing statistics for baseball. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I think he's also worked for hockey and a couple other sports since then. Huh. So, but the, but yeah, he had yeah. a he had a bit big uh, interest in sports. The main thing that out. was not accurate. Uh, for those wondering about these sorts of things, mm-hmm. is uh, the portrayal of the manager, Art. Yeah. Uh, he was actually extremely supportive of the system. Yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, and he, you know, he and Bean worked together and and ha- understood how they were supposed to be trying to make make this thing happen. So yeah. he was pretty pissed off by this movie, that, that, yeah. that yeah. guy, uh, who, uh, by the way, when the movie was released, uh, he was coaching a different team to a World Series victory. So oh, we'll get I guess he got he got his revenge for being portrayed poorly. But like the <laughs> the lead scout who got fired, who is very resistant to this whole idea, that's pretty accurate apparently. Mm-hmm. Nice. According oh, yeah. according to the scout himself. <laughs> yes. Now you're fired. It's pretty it's, <laughs> yeah. it's I, I don't uh, that 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 conversation he says he never uses the F word according to IMDb trivia, but uh, <laughs> but uh, other than that, yeah. Uh, but if he insulted like his relationship with the daughter, that's almost worse. 
Yeah, oh, I yeah. you know, um, yeah. I, I, I don't know what happened there, but I do know that the, the guy, yeah. the real guy on whom that character is based was like, yeah, it's pretty much what happened. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I seem to recall in the, the interview I heard with Paul de Potesta that, uh, yeah, that's pretty much how it went down. Like, all the, the old school uh uh, scouts were really against what they were doing, and which yeah. of course they would be because oh, yeah. I mean what he's doing is he's changing how you scout a baseball team. Yeah, and he's almost, he's saying to the scouts, your evaluation of talent doesn't matter because it's all a numbers game. Yeah, uh, and what he and he did he changed the way baseball teams put together teams, and I think the thing to understand about baseball. In a bigger sports picture, all right, uh, football has a salary cap. And what that means is every single team has the same number of dollars to spend. Mm-hmm. And they have to decide how they're going to do it. So they're going to say, well, this guy is super valuable. We're going to shove a big ch- a big percentage of our salary cap his way. So maybe 7% of their salary cap goes for this one guy. But now there's other guys that they have to pay a lot they less. they split the rest of it 24 right. ways. Right. right. Uh, basketball is the same way. They have a salary cap. Uh Baseball does not, which means that an owner can literally spend as much money as they can afford. So if you're in a big market and you're a team that's as popular as, say, the New York Yankees, who have a fan base that stretches from New York all the way to California, mm-hmm. you can afford, and at the beginning of the film, they talk about how the how uh, the New York Yankees had a, a payroll of over $100 million. It means you never have to go, oh, we can't afford to pay this guy that much. Mm-hmm. You go... They go, we want that guy right there, and whatever amount of money we have to throw at him is the amount of money that we're going to throw at him because their revenue is so high, it doesn't matter. The Oakland Athletics, on the other hand, are in a small market, and yeah. they can't afford to just throw money at any player. And so that, that in for many, many years, has been a huge issue within baseball is like that we we're in Minnesota, and the Minnesota Twins are a small market team. Yeah. The Minnesota, Minnesota Twins play a, a different version of sabermetrics um, mm-hmm. in terms of they're very much about developing young players and bringing them up through their farm system and they don't go out on the market for super expensive players because they just can't afford them. Right. Sure. Um, and so when they do the sabermetrics thing in 2002 what, what they're doing is they're saying how do we equalize small market teams with the teams that can afford to spend crazy amounts of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they really did, even though uh, Billy Bean has been with the Oakland Athletics since the movie was made, he's still with them. Oh, he's now a minority owner. He's no longer the general manager. He's like one step above yeah. the general manager. They haven't won a World Series. Mm-hmm. They Aww. have not won. They went to the playoffs for three years in a row, the year before the movie portrayed, the year the movie shows, and then the year after. Then they had a long drought, mm-hmm. uh, and then they went back to back a couple of times um, in the last few years. They went back to the playoffs, but they've never won the World Series. But the trick is that many other teams are adopting this right. technique, and teams that have adopted it have won. Teams nice. that have adopted it have done well. The Twins use a, an all uh, a, a different kind of version. The Red Sox, they talk about it at the end of the movie, the Red Sox did the same thing. The difference is the Red Sox are a big market team. And so even though they couldn't spend as much as the Yankees, they spent a lot. Mm-hmm. 
compared to, say, the A's, their payroll was probably double what the A's payroll was, still less than the Yankees, but... but uh, Yeah, their, their resources are higher, which means they have a larger spending, a larger field to choose from. Exactly, and what it also means is, is as, as more teams use the sabermetrics thing, and the irony of it is, it makes it a problem for the small market teams again, because... You're still trying to get the best team you can put together with the amount of money that you have to spend. But if you have more money, that means you might be able to go for the guy who's a little less of a risk. Right. Yeah. So, right. you know, instead of going for the for the catcher with the with the arm with the nerve damage in his arm that you're gonna have to teach how to play first base. Yeah. You can go with a first baseman who doesn't have nerve damage, but, <laughs> is, but is still maybe undervalued compared to the top-ranked first baseman in the league. Right. Sure. I mean, um, there, there's a principle in biology where, you know, the if you have, like, a rigid, rigid system where, you know, certain species play in a certain way and then one defector can win a significant advantage by not playing the same game, well, once that, if that... Um, if that advantage is strong enough, suddenly there are other defectors and more defectors, and suddenly the strategy is, doesn't work anymore. Exactly. <laughs> and, I mean, and so there's this, you know... This kind of thing yeah. happens in sports all the time. Yeah. Um, you know, in football a couple of years ago, they had this uh, trend of a bunch of new uh, quarterbacks coming out of college who are really, really good at running and creating plays so they had all these these new kind of plays that they built around these quarterbacks and for a year it worked great mm-hmm. because they were ahead of the people that were figuring out how to defend against these kind of plays and then right. the next year it didn't work that well at all because it turns <laughs> out the guys planning the defenses were just as smart as the guys planning the offenses wait a minute yeah i know that. it's insane so that's yeah. a, a, so that system of sabermetrics which is what they call the the system of doing the math and and putting together a team using statistics. Mm-hmm. Now, every team does it to some extent or another. Every team has a statistician whose job is the same job as what Jonah Hill's job mm-hmm. is in this movie. Mm-hmm. Their job is to evaluate players based on mathematical benefit. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it still and that so that means. Small small market teams like Oakland are trying to look for a different way to do that that gives them an advantage. It's, right. Sure. It's always the same. But it but what the the movie is really about is this seismic shift in mm-hmm. how baseball teams get put together. I I am stunned that it took that long, honestly, because I mean, baseball's always been heavily about math mm-hmm. and. I had baseball cards I mean, growing up. There are all sorts of numbers yeah, on the back of that. Yeah, there's tons of numbers. Yeah, baseball, why did it, why did it take Baseball is by to, far the nerdiest of sports. Oh, God, God yeah. yeah. So, so why did it take till 2002 before somebody said, I know. When <laughs> well, there's actually point? different numbers to draw diff- different well, conclusions. Well, it's absolutely true. And it, I mean, it, was, it was much more about, um, you know, if, if your batting average is this, then, mm-hmm. then we're going to draw this conclusion that you're going to be better at this portion of it whether yeah. you know whatever um and not looking at the uh the the game as a whole i yeah. think it was much more individual focused whereas yeah. what they're talking about here is much more about 
Okay, well, what does everybody collectively bring? Well, the, yeah, and, and you know, another factor, you know, related factor is, you know, the scouts were looking for lightning in a bottle every single time when mm. really you need, in this sort of situation, you need reliable players. You yeah. need players that will reliably get on base. What do I yep. want? Get on base. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you can't get a player to home plate if he doesn't get the first. Right. Yep. And that's that's the secret. That's it's not even a secret, but yeah, it is kind of surprising that in a game that but but they looked at different statistics and keep yeah. in mind that this they they point out in the movie uh, that the the person who came, first came up with this statistical approach wrote a book about it in the seventies. Yeah, and it doesn't get really adopted until the two thousands. Now, I think what happened is teams would have a statistician, you yeah. know, as they, as they betray when he first encounters the Jonah Hill character. There's you know the statistician who sits at a table and does it does does some player workups and every now and again somebody listens to him and he's like no no you want to keep this guy because he gets on base or because he he does this kind of thing mm-hmm. that is numerically a benefit to us and they're like oh okay but what bean does is he builds a team around that idea he says I don't have the money to build a team around any other idea, <laughs> and I have to build it, or and I yep. have to try to build it around something. Yeah. Um, and so that's the reality. The movie, of course, always is a little bit heightened reality. You know, they show us. Follow I, I, your dreams. I don't know um, if you if you noticed. I, I think one of the fascinating things about the story is they show you. Early, early on in the season, they show you how the team is really doing pretty badly. They're, mm-hmm. they're 20 and 26, and they're 10 games out of first place. And they show you know, a, a really long segment about how they're having problems. And then they a little bit later, they show you how the team is starting to get better and better and better. Mm-hmm. And what, they don't, what you don't see unless you actually remember that they showed you that 20 and 26 thing yeah. is when they show you the team getting better and better and better, they start with the 20 and 26. Yeah. And then the team's getting better, even though they make it, make it look like it's taken weeks for <laughs> for Bean to finally convince everybody, no, we got to do this right. I'm going to trade this guy, and I'm going to get rid of that guy, and I'm going to make this happen. Mm-hmm. It's like, actually, <laughs> the, the the switch happens pretty quickly after they bought him out. They actually bought him out, and then they then they managed to to catch fire and and really improve. So the movie, the movie, and that, I, I always find it fascinating to look at how movies, um, I call it, uh, it's time dilation. Mm-hmm. They, they make it look like something that maybe only happened over the course of a couple of days happened over the course of three or four weeks, or something or that happened person. over the course of three or four weeks happens in a couple of days. Are we gonna need a montage? Gonna need a montage. montage. <laughs> that was lovely, guys. So. Uh, let's see. So I was wrong. Aaron Sorkin uh, did not win a screenplay Oscar. Aww. He was nominated. Jonah Hill was win. nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Yes, though. he was. Oh, he did Hill. a fantastic job. Wasn't he great? I oh. I forgot that Jonah Hill was in this. And it's like, oh, is that jo- Jonah Hill? Yay. I like <laughs> Jonah Hill. <laughs> Jonah Hill's good He is just and, so and adorable. He's great. He, he's really good. He's been, That yeah. I... He's been nominated for a couple of Oscars now. Yeah. Oh yeah, because he was nominated uh, for Wolf of Wall Street. Wasn't yes, he? he was. Yes, he was. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, and Brad Pitt. <laughs> oh, I don't Jenna, have you seen Wolf of Wall Street? <gasps> Yay! 
Yay! Oh my god, we can... Oh my... Oh, Jesse oh, is going to be so sad because he's been trying to get me to watch it and we oh. haven't had time. Oh, it's and a, now so it's not going to happen. It's a nope, if he beats Later. you to it, I'm sorry. Okay, that's if okay. If the boyfriend okay. beats you to it, the I'm boyfriend beats you to it. I'm sending him an email. You are not okay. permitted to show Jenna Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> But, but you can come over and watch us. Yeah, you can totally do that. Show, yeah. yeah, that's fine. We, we can make this a group thing. Okay. Um, yeah. So let's see. What else? Uh, Chris Hemsworth is in this. Not Chris Hemsworth. I'm sorry. <laughs> Boy, that's Chris Pratt. Chris, Chris Pratt. Pratt. Star Lord yeah. of Thor. It, it is just, possibly my favorite actor right now. It's a now. buff superhero pl- actor. He's, what? 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 Uh, what? 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 <laughs> oh, oh, I'm going to have a nervous breakdown. Oh, yeah, okay. okay, Chris Pratt has that in this movie. He has that charming thousand yard stare. Oh man. God, he really does. <laughs> I, I I was telling you earlier, like Chris Pratt is one of my favorites because he has a wide range of stupid. Yeah, <laughs> he's just he, I, he for for Guardians of the Galaxy. He was like one kind of stupid. For Parks and Rec, he was another kind of stupid. For this, he was a different kind of stupid. Uh-huh. But it was it wasn't like dumb so much as just like new. Yeah, like, like, like kind of, kind of like, oh my god, I'm out of my depth. But it was still, you know, wide range of stupid. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's so fantastic. You get people that just play it one way, and it's like, oh, he's, oh. it's so fun. And, oh. and of course, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, so, he's, he's, oh, I miss him so much. Yeah, and uh, this is for I, Chris Pratt. This is one of his early film roles. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's even pre Parks and Rec, um, and uh, he. Uh, the character he portrays, again, another interesting uh, point on this, one of the places where the film differs slightly, is uh, actually uh, his character was a really good first baseman. Oh, uh, he was, interesting. He, That's they an switched interesting him, choice. They switched him to first base, and he was really good at it. Uh, so, but they needed to create a little bit of a... <laughs> Some Everything sort of was going so smoothly in real life. They had to create a little bit more drama for the math. <laughs> yes, yes, they had to. But it does give him great lines, like you know, every time a ball gets in his greatest fear is every time a ball gets hit in his direction. Um, <laughs> so I actually I used to play softball, uh, and when I was even younger, I wanted to be a baseball player when I grew up. Yeah. Oh wow! Um, right? You should. Wow. Uh, Things except, I did not know about you. Yeah, no. Except that I'm a chick, and apparently they don't let those into the the, the baseball league. Like, well, so they're. I was special, so angry. I think that's, special league. I think that's where my feminism started. <laughs> so, um, but no, I did play softball for a while, and and here's the thing, I cannot catch a ball. Oh wow! I cannot catch a ball. Designated hitter all the way. I can throw a ball acceptably well. But I can hit like nobody's business. Or at least right. I could, you know, 25 years ago. Um, <laughs> but no, and that, that, was, that was what my coach wrote in my little yearbook thing. She was like, when that bat hits that ball. <laughs> the problem is, is that, like, people picked up on it right away, so they just walked me all the time. Oh. And I got really sad. See, oh. that's the worst thing ever. When you uh. get hit, and they're like, walk, walk, yeah. walk. Uh. Like, ugh. But yeah, so like I really felt for these guys. I'm like, oh, I know what it's like to want to be able to play, and then you can't. And then, oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, that's. Uh, but I mean, again, most of this movie is is actually pretty true to the story. Yeah. Um, and I think what's most interesting about it is it, it, it it's like a nerd's win kind of film yeah it is because baseball is the nerdiest sport it is it it is is. filled with statistics and if you want to get 
if you want to get into a really fascinating conversation, start talking to to my wife about baseball statistics. She thinks they're absurd. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and, and I, I understand her point. You know, the batting average is based on you know theoretically how many times you get a hit, except not really because if it's an error, then it doesn't count as a hit. And <laughs> if yeah. it's so, she yeah. she's she objects less to on base percentage. Because that's that. that's that that's, that's a pretty that's pretty yeah that's a pretty straight up statistic. Every time you go up to bat, do you get on base? And it doesn't matter whether it's an error or a hit by pitch or an actual legitimate hit the ball into the outfield and somebody didn't catch it. You went up. You're, uh, you went up and you got on base. You got to point A. You got to point B. Yeah, yeah. Either so, you did or you didn't. But she matter. she has she yeah. has a rather link, lengthy. <laughs> Rant yep. about baseball statistics. Well, an earned run average is yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, but but baseball baseball is a mathy sport. Every everybody's looking at the math oh, yeah. and they're they're thinking, well, how how well does this pitcher do against left-handed batters? Because I got a left-handed batter coming up, and oh oh, I better bring up this other pitcher who's got a way better statistic against left-handed batters. And like, okay, so here's the thing: they've got fantasy football leagues. Sure. They're super popular. I'm assuming there's fantasy baseball. There's fantasy baseball. There's fantasy basketball. There's fantasy hockey. There is so much money in fantasy sports. They are not going to... There's there's probably... I mean, there's probably like... I'm pretty sure there's fantasy golf. I mean... Really? <laughs> <laughs> Let's not. Oh God! Hold on. I'm gonna. I'm gonna Google it. I'm gonna Google it because I think it's a thing. Okay, let me let me get to, to what I was. How going does that to even work? Is it's just here's, one person? Here's my question. It's not like a team. Fantasy of golf is a game in which the participants each assemble a team of real life golfers and then score points based on those players' performance in golf tournaments. Yes, <sighs> but, fantasy but golf, golf is a thing. My you point, don't play golf as a team. But you, but you I, play, hey, I played oh. golf in high school. Actually, I, I played a lot of sports. Actually, that is incorrect but, you can play golf as a team but yeah um um but no it was it was I'm it was so done confused. kind of as a team thing it was just you played as an individual but then like the 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 top five people okay. they're, they're scored and averaged out and whatever so. but there are other ways uh you can but, play it like yeah. they're uh like best ball tournaments where like four guys all hit the ball and whoever hit the ball the best you take that ball and you play from there. Oh, so there. Is, oh, anyway, we're so super getting off topic. The point is, fantasy sports, but, but, big okay. thing. So here's what I was gonna say: is that I really feel like this is the story of the original fantasy football nerd or fantasy baseball nerd, like the the fantasy sports nerd who went, I can do these calculations better and make the better guesses as to who's gonna win. <laughs> Like, Except you got to do it with a real baseball it's a, it's team. Like real people. So, so I wonder if somebody can like use um, fantasy baseball rosters, like get the super nerds and like crowdsource that information and start <gasps> selecting players for yes. actual teams using that information. That would be fascinating. If they, oh. I mean, they, they might be able to do it. We're going to build a nerd thing out of this. It's oh my God. <laughs> We're going to get rich. That's my panel for con next year. <laughs> I got this, you guys. All right. Making right. it okay, rich so out of fantasy sports league. Is there, uh, let's do final thoughts and see if there's any final <laughs> okay. thoughts about the movie. So, oh Jenna, yes. final thoughts about the movie Moneyball. I love the way they portrayed his daughter. Yeah, oh, yeah. she's great. So she? many children get portrayed as either I am a super genius or I am just adorable little thing. And she was pretty much as straight up as any child is. Mm-hmm. Like, they see things, they know, they're not stupid. 
but they're not like, oh, this is brilliant, whatever. She was that she was very much so like my child and i really appreciated that i was like that is a real human being not a caricature of what somebody remembers being a child to be like also quick piece of trivia the music that she played in that movie was something that the actress played during the i think audition yeah they found out that she could play it and they're like this is good let's have you do that even though the song she's singing was written in 2008 so so it's Anachronistic, but she's good at it. But she's so good at it. Nah, like, what the hell? <laughs> she can do this. Let's use this. That's um, fantastic. Okay, Melissa, final thoughts. Brad Pitt <laughs> is a wonderful character actor in a leading man's body. Huh. And I appreciate that. Yeah, he's really good. He, I love watching him work. <laughs> I don't want to say Brad Pitt is underestimated because I mean he's one of the most highly paid leading. Yeah. Oh, men once in they film, once they figured out what to do with him, good God, yeah. I mean he's. Mm. I, I think he 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 picks great material these days, and and I I love watching him. I'll, I'll pretty much watch Brad Pitt do anything. Yeah. In a movie. I yeah, mean, he's kind of like George Clooney in that. It's like, oh, you're in this? It must be good. Uh, because Or at he, least worthwhile. At least worthwhile. It, this is worth my time. And not, not because I have some... I have to just watch Brad Pitt because he's pretty. It's because... Um, it's because he picks good material. It's like, yeah, yeah this must be interesting, an interesting project <laughs> to him. And you have taste. Yeah, you have taste. And You're also, pretty, and you have taste. And oh. also, now he's getting kind of old and grizzled. It's oh, like, oh, this is just getting yeah. better. It's <laughs> getting better. Because oh. now he's getting more out of the pretty boy zone and, and oh. into the old and grizzled zone. It's yes. like, yeah, we're going to get like another ah. Marvin out of him, mm. you know? <laughs> oh my God, yes. <laughs> okay, so I guess my final thought, uh, as usual, is to say that uh, we hope we enjoyed this movie and uh, the next movie we're going to do uh, we're going to stick a little bit in the baseball vein and we're going to stick in the movies Melissa hasn't seen vein yes um, so this next film is another one where I will be the only person who has seen it and uh, I have shit. seen uh, the next film probably one of my favorite films I've seen it Many, many, many times. Wow, th- those are heavy words to lay down. They, right? they are, uh, and it is it is Bull Durham. <laughs> Bull Durham. So <laughs> the next movie we're going to watch uh, when you join us will be Bull Durham. I hope you stick around for that. I hope you enjoyed Moneyball. I hope you enjoyed our nerdy conversation <laughs> about <laughs> baseball and sabermetrics and salary caps and all that other stuff. And you're probably sitting there like, "Fuck this! I don't like sports. That's why I listen to a podcast about movies." Well, don't worry. <laughs> Hey, you know, it's got Star Lord in it. It's got Star Lord yeah, in right? it, right? Yeah. yeah. Hell. Yeah. So. Okay. Such so, a wide range of stupid. Be happy with that, <laughs> and uh, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Bye bye. Right, thanks. We hope you enjoyed our film fixation. We'll see you next time on a real education. Deep, deep.